praise. He doesn't throw you into a battle without a weapon. He battles in the midst of your praise. Victory comes through your praise, through your hand lifting, through your clap, through your dance. Your, the Lord works in the midst of your praise. Bless the Lord, Almighty Ones. Bless the Lord, you heavenly hosts. Bless the Lord, all you his angels. And let all the earth sing forth his praises. Come on, come on and bless him. Come on and praise his name. Come on, come on and bless him. Come on, come on and bless him. Come on and praise his name. Come on, come on and bless him. Bless the Lord, yeah. Oh, mighty ones. Bless the Lord, you heavenly hosts. Bless the
to be here. I'm telling you, we're ready to have church. That was Redemption Youth Choir, and boy, weren't they incredible. I'm, I'm ready to have church. You know, when we set things up, when we come in to church, or, or when you go into your prayer time, if you'll come in with praise, I'm telling you, it basically boils down to this. When we get into God's presence, when we start praising Him, it's like us going like this. Come on down. Come on down, Lord. Come on down to our situation, to our heart, to our life. When we can get out of the way and honor Him and lift Him up, He'll show up right in the middle of the house and who knows what's going to happen. People are going to be healed. People are going to be saved. Man, if we'll get out of the way and just say, God, here's my heart. Here's my life. Here's the service tonight. We are going to see Him absolutely do some incredible things. And it's going to be wonderful. And I'm glad that you're here because we're all here together to worship God, to see him move and do something incredible. And it's exciting. Amen. 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 It's wonderful to be in the house of God with you tonight. This week, coming this coming Thursday night and Friday night at 6 o'clock, we're going to be working outside around the church, getting it ready for uh, the new building to open. We want it all to look beautiful. So if you have tools, if you have two strong arms and you want to come and help us, that would be wonderful. I believe uh, it would be just a wonderful time to get all that stuff done in preparation. We want the whole place to look beautiful, so we're going to be focusing on that. Also, our catalog for our new small groups and uh, classes for the fall quarter, for the fall season are out. And uh, if you're interested, we want you to be a part of our small groups. As the pastor said, as we get bigger, we need to go smaller, and we want you to be involved in that. Check that out. The catalog is out in the lobby, and uh, it'll be a wonderful place where you'll be fed, where you can grow, and where you can connect. Amen. With all that being said, we are going to get out in the aisles and welcome you to church tonight.
shout could bring a breakthrough what if we knew our praise could take us to a different place what if we got a revelation what if it was revealed to us how mighty our God is and because it was revealed to us I couldn't help but let out a shout of praise I couldn't help but let out a shout that says hallelujah for the Lord our God he reigns he lives what if that shout released what if that praise release begins to change the atmosphere and everything the devil had a hold of, all of a sudden his bony fingers begin to shake and let go of everything he's trying to hold on to. And God begins to move and God begins to touch. I don't know about you, Lawton Chapman said something to me that has torn me up since then. He prayed this prayer. He said, God, let us worship you the way you want to be worshipped. I don't know about you, but I didn't come to have church tonight. I came to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus Christ, he's faithful and true. Every time you failed, he didn't. Every time you walked away, he pursued you with his love. Every time your, your sight and vision got off of him, his love pursued you and chased you. And I wonder tonight if there isn't a praise in us that says, thank you, Lord, for without you, I'm nothing, God. But in you, I can do all things. I, I wish you would as they sing this again. I wish we'd lift our hands. I wish we'd get out of our seats, whatever we need to do, and give God praise from our heart tonight. Close our eyes. Just push out the fact that the money's not coming in like it needs to. Push out the fact that, that our family's in shambles today and look up instead of praying, God, you know where I am. Instead of praying that, say, God, I know who you are, and I know you can do it tonight, God. My praise shifts. My focus shifts. 
My worries evaporate in his presence tonight. Sing this tonight. Oh, I'm going to lift my hands. Will you lift your hands? I'm going to lift my hands till I can reach heaven. tonight because I'm tired of the devil. Amen. <laughs> if we knew who we served and we got a revelation of how good he is, that devil would go running out of this place and out of your home, out of your mind. Amen. Amen. I want a tag team. I want a tag team tonight. I feel every word he's saying, and I'm like, go on, preach it, go on, share your heart. I'm telling you, there's something he said here tonight. He says, if you had any idea what your praise would do, could do in this house, you need right now to lift up your hands, and you need to praise the devil out of your situation. You need to praise him out of your family, out from your house. You need to praise him out. Till the walls come falling down In the name of I Jesus, come on now Praise him out You've been sitting on the sideline for too long The enemy's playing wreaking havoc in your house Praise him, praise him Too high. 
to me for just a moment. When you don't know what to pray, when you have no clue, you've sought a word from the Lord. You've sought for someone else to give you a word. You've sought all kinds of answers. You went on a journey to try to find that deliverance. I'm telling you, in this house tonight, there is deliverance through your praise. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know what to pray, just begin to praise the name of the Lord and watch as the high tower of God's delivering strength begins to crumble down every enemy that is poised against you. I'm talking to parents. I'm talking to gentlemen, men on the job, the situation there. I'm talking about situations you've been hanging on for a while. When you don't know what to pray, I'm believing right now, just I saw as they were singing, I saw those children of Israel walking around that Jericho. Man, they got tired after the sixth round. You're not listening to me. They got tired on the sixth round. They started thinking, what use is this? What am I waiting on? I look silly doing this. I've done this now six different times. But old Joshua looked at him and said, go one more round. And I'm looking at some folks here tonight, and I'm telling you, go one more round. Just go one more round. Let God deliver you. Let him deliver you right now. The power of the Lord is here. The power of the Lord is here. I want you right now, you need a miracle from the Lord. I want you going to sing it again. I want, if you need the walls to come crashing down in your situation, I want you to be brave, bold. I don't want you to be afraid of who's standing around you. I want you to get out and begin to walk. I don't know where you're going to walk. You're just going to walk. I want you to get out and trust the Lord. I'm not asking you to trust the preacher. I'm not asking you to trust the church. I'm asking you to trust God. The word to Joshua was, tell him to march. And I'm feeling right now in my spirit, Brother Robinson, if folks will get out and begin to march in the aisles of God's house, there's going to be miracles take place in this house tonight. You're going to see it happen because God's power is mighty. Do you believe that? Say amen. Amen. Put your hands together and give it praise. Go ahead and sing. Let's march. I'm Hallelujah. Gonna Hallelujah.
want you to remember something. Listen to me. You know, when the children of Israel were instructed by Joshua, listen to me. When the children of Israel were instructed to march around the walls of Jericho, you know what the folks in Jericho did? Young people especially, listen to me. They laughed at him. They made fun of him. They thought it was a joke. Let me tell you something. The Lord is insulted. You think they're persecuting you? This world is standing on its very last leg. The mercy of God is about to stop. Did you know that there'll be a time when the mercy of God will stop? You're under the mercy right now. You're living it up. You're having a good old time. This don't mean nothing to you. You sit back and you look at this and you think a bunch of crazy people walking around this altar. Marty, the devil's in this house. And I know he's whispering. There's God, there's the angels of the Lord, the Holy Spirit's here. Don't you doubt it for a second. The devil has to sneak in on the, you know, he sits in the corner somewhere and waits for somebody who's just watching and staring and possibly even listening. This world's on its last leg. The mercy of God is almost ready to shut down. And then judgment comes. I feel an anointing of the Spirit. Don't take lightly this moment of mercy. I feel the Spirit of God sending a message into this sanctuary. Do not take for granted this moment of mercy. You're walking in mercy. You're walking in grace. You're walking in this beautiful presence of the Lord. And I would remind you, don't feel awkward and don't feel intimidated and don't let the devil mess with your head. They made fun of the children of Israel as they marched around those walls. Can I tell you something? On the seventh round, they weren't laughing anymore. On the seventh round, they weren't laughing anymore. Jeff, vengeance. Is mine says the Lord vengeance is mine he says I will repay God loves this world I'm preaching on the love of God tonight the the breadth and the length and the width and the depth I'm preaching on that but I'm gonna tell you something the love of God the love of God is going in beautiful beautiful waves of his love and glory all over this earth and tonight we're experiencing some of that. It may have felt a little awkward to get out of your seat and walk around. But I'm going to tell you something. The children of Israel felt the same way when Joshua said, just start walking. And then he said on the seventh round, he said, okay, on the seventh round, 
don't give up, don't quit. Even though the enemy has messed with you, even though they've made fun of you, even though you have felt like you haven't, there ain't nothing happened, and you've actually been, some of you in here tonight, you're tired, you're weary, you, you've been going at this for so long, you think there ain't nothing to it, but you don't realize you're on your seventh round. You're on your seventh round. Sister Birdie, I felt the Holy Ghost point at you right then. You're on your seventh round. Sister Darlene, you're on your seventh round. Praise Him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is the power of God here tonight. This ain't worked up. This is the power of the Lord. You're on your seventh round. And Joshua said, on the seventh round, he said, Shout! When they did, the walls began to shake. Everything began to crumble all around them. All those folks laughing and pointing their fingers at the children of Israel. Sorry, I just didn't want to scream at you. All those folks standing out their windows, laughing and making fun. They weren't laughing anymore. When the walls begin, some of you, you've been, you've been praying so long, it's so hard, and, and you have felt like heavens are like brass. You've prayed and you said, well, I guess it isn't that you don't believe, but I'm speaking to someone. It isn't that you don't believe, but you just say, well, God's not going to do that. Well, God's going to make me go through this. He's not going to deliver. God's not hearing me. He's not going to do it for me. I just have to take this. Somebody needs to get a little faith renewed in you tonight because God is not finished. God is not finished. God's going to touch you in this house. I don't know who you are, but you have said, well, I guess God's just not hearing me on this one. He's decided to change the plan. He's going to do it his own way. But I'm telling you, God has heard you, and God is moving right now and wants to touch you right where you're standing. I want you to lift up your hands in this house right now and receive whatever it is God is sending to your house. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great.
God's going to do a miracle. I said, God's going to do a miracle. He's going to do it. God has brought you this far. You know what we're singing about? It says, it's your breath in my lungs. How many of you know that ain't your air? How many of you know you're borrowing that? You're borrowing that. I, I said this earlier today. That heartbeat in your body, you think that's yours. You think you're allowed to do with it whatever you want to. How many of you know tonight that's borrowed? You're borrowing that old heart. You're borrowing that breath. You're borrowing that life. It's not your life. But God is blessing and touching you and providing for you and favoring your life. And he's going to touch you tonight. Don't forget that he's the one that's brought you this far. I need to say that again to somebody because you think it's all about you right now. You think that you have reached your success level. You think that you're responsible. It's because you're so smart, you're so talented, and you think it's because you have worked so hard. But let me clue you in on something. You are living in the borrowed favor of Almighty God. And if you don't remember that, it'll be cut off. If you want to do it on your own, guess what? He'll let you. I don't know why we're doing this, man. This is, I'm just following the leading of the Spirit of God. If you want to do it on your own, if you're determined that you're the one that's responsible, you're the one that's made this happen, it's going to be cut off if you don't remember. How many of you know every good gift comes down from the Father of Light? Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of Light. There's a cleansing that's happening in this house tonight. One more time, I want you to honor God's presence. Do not dishonor God's presence. Would you honor the presence of the Lord? If you can't honor Him, then just stand there and do nothing. But don't dishonor the presence of God in this house. Honor Him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Great are you,
Lord, we honor you for the presence of your Holy Spirit that's here. We will not dishonor your presence, God. We have come together, gathered in your name. Lord, as the heavens, the scroll has been rolled back and the angels of the Lord are ascending and descending into this house. Lord, your work is being accomplished in hungry hearts. Those that have faith to believe you are reaching out and Lord, you are providing miracles in this place. Tonight, we honor you. We thank you. Lord, our grandest and greatest desire is that we will meet you face to face. And Lord, we thank you that your presence is here in a powerful way. That you're performing mighty acts on behalf of your people. Go on and respond to his spirit. Go on. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's real. He's real. Hallelujah. He's real. For I am here in your presence, says the Lord. I am mighty to deliver my people. You have leaned upon your own understanding. You have looked to your own way. I, the Lord, challenge your spirit to look up. To know that I am here in great measure to take you farther than you would ever go on your own. I desire to bless and to favor your steps, but I need you. You must submit and allow my strength to rise up within you. I have great things in store for you, says the Lord, but you will not know them as you lean upon the arm of flesh. Trust and know that my spirit is here, and I will perfect the work that I am doing in your spirit, but you need to trust me. You need a rekindling of your faith and to step into that faith. I am calling on you, says the Lord. Look to me, trust in me, and watch what I do. I call you now to repentance for the sins of omission. You have left me out. I am here proving my spiritual strength to you, proving it in your very presence. 
I challenge you with my love, for I would not reach out to you if I was not desirous of your affection. Look to me. Come to me. No longer trust in your own way, but look to me tonight. Respond to me as I call you forward in repentance to trust, renewed trust and faith. We will obey the Spirit of the Lord. I'm calling right now a solemn assembly for every Christian in this house. If you would, if you, in response to the Holy Spirit, those of you who understand and know this is, He's speaking to your heart, I want you to find a place to pray. I want to turn this place into a sanctuary of prayer, an altar of prayer. If, you're, if you feel that you're praying for others or if, if this is not a, a message that you feel has touched your heart, then I want you to still find a place that you can seek the face of God for others who need to understand this truth in their life. Let's together either pray for others or pray for ourselves, but let's all come in the name of Jesus. Would you do that right now? We respond to you, Holy Spirit. We respond to you, God. We respond that we have sought our own way and we've tried to do it in our own strength. We've sought to empower ourselves with our own fleshly thoughts and wisdom. And Lord, it's going to take us down the fast road to nowhere. But the whole world is resting on their own accolades. They're trusting in their own talents and abilities. God, we know not by might nor by power but by the spirit of the Lord we know this we lean hard upon you tonight God and we come we run we run to the mercy seat of God we repent Lord of doing it our own strength we repent of trying to live it on our own we submit ourselves afresh and brand new to you and to your Holy Spirit tonight and by so doing we'll see a revival such as we've never had before in our life We'll see a move of your Holy Spirit like we've never seen before. Lord, we give you our children. We give you our sons, our daughters. We give you to them, Lord. We give them to you. We give you our, our mate, Lord, our spouses. We give you them, Lord, now in the name of Jesus. We're not going to try to figure it out, work it out ourselves any longer. We're laying it before you, casting all of our care upon you. We honor you tonight, Jesus.
okay tonight. We're all right. I want to see that 100% approval. 
More is being accomplished tonight in the spiritual realm than you and I will ever know. People have been touched and there have been deliverances in this place. The Lord has one, another instruction. I'm not going to say the last instruction. I'm going to tell you I have another instruction. The Lord's doing business tonight, Audrey. I've seen this my whole life in churches, growing up in church. I want every father in this house to stand, every father. Now, I don't know where your family is. They may be here. They may not be here. But I want you to make your way to the front. Every father, come on down. And I want your family now, wherever they are in this house, I want them to start moving. I want them to come stand right with you in a little pod, just you and your family. Now, I realize there are other folks that your family's not here or, or your husband's not here. That's all right. You can pray for your family, but... I feel an instruction that every father in this house needs to wrap, his family needs to wrap around you right now. So I want you to get to your family as quickly as you can. Let's do it quickly. And separate yourselves. Get together in like a little circle there so it's just you and like a little pod. You're a little group. Maybe just you and your wife. Maybe you're a father and you're here tonight but you're, the rest of your family's not here. That's all right. You're with your family. Now, Father, I want you to, like right here, I want you to wrap your arms around your family. I want you to, don't be afraid to love on them tonight. We have a problem with the lack of love in this world today. Wrap your arms around your little pod, your little family. And, Father, I want you, I'm not going to pray, I want you to pray over your family. As the leader, the spiritual leader of your home, I want you to right now begin to pray over your family. Would you do that? Pray over your children, each one. Lay your hand on them. Pray over each of them. Pray over your wife. I want you to pray right now. You're being anointed by the Holy Spirit to pray a prayer. So it's important what you pray. Pray right now. In the name of Jesus, begin to do that. You're being anointed right now by the Holy Spirit. I feel his presence. He's confirming this work that he's doing right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Now I want you to pray a prayer of intercession. And this prayer of intercession is for families that are represented out here. Perhaps daddy's no longer with them. Or there's a situation where dad's not available. He's not living in the home. Or there's a situation where a father has maybe went on to glory. Whatever the situation is where there's not a father. I want us right now, men, I want us to intercede for our families, all families. Single mom families, I want us to pray for them right now. Would you lift your hands all over the sanctuary in this altar? I want us to begin to intercede as the the spiritual leaders of this church. Now I'm asking you to pray over families. Families, Father, we pray over every family, every mother that's raising her babies. I pray over every mom that's been left, Lord, perhaps through death or, or they have found separation or divorce. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, your will and your work to be accomplished in them. We pray protection over them. We rebuke the enemy over their lives. And we pray, God, for your blessing and your strength to be theirs, God. We pray it in the name of Jesus. And we give you honor and we give you praise, Lord. We rebuke the enemy and cast him away and out of every situation in their lives. I pray their children will be saved because that's your will. I pray your will over their finances. I I pray your will, Lord, over their lives. I pray over their blessings and strength and promotion. I pray over their provision in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you tonight, God, and we give you honor. We praise you and lift you up. We give you glory. Every family in our church, every family, God, blessing and strength and honor, wisdom, power in the name of Jesus Christ and Lord we're going to pray now I want us to pray a prayer that will will run the devil out I think it's time we do a a spiritual battle right now in the name of Jesus against the enemy I want us to rebuke the enemy he's a liar he is a a, a geek he's a, a dragon he is he is a thief he's a he is the worst there is no I'm trying to think of as many words as I can say How many of you know the enemy is the devil? And he is trying to destroy our young people. He's trying to destroy their integrity. He's trying to destroy their their minds. He's trying to destroy it with drugs and alcohol and promiscuous sex. He's trying to get them involved in, in philosophies of the world that is robbing them of their faith. Right now, I want you to lift your hands. Mothers, fathers, young people, I want us to lift our hands and begin to rebuke the enemy tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we rebuke the devil and come against him in the name of Jesus. And Lord, your work to be done in our lives. I pray, God, that the enemy must let go of our teenagers, must let go of our sons and our daughters. He cannot influence any longer. He cannot deceive them any longer. It's the will of God that they be saved, they be set free. And in Jesus' name, we pray the prayer of salvation over them. We pray the love and the power and the provision of God over them. We pray for wisdom to follow after them. And we pray for the angels of God to encamp round about them when they walk into school tomorrow. Lord, your work will be done. I pray when they walk out, their friendships will all be ordained of you. And every other wrong friendship must be must be completely eliminated in the name of Jesus Christ. Set your young people free tonight, God. Where the enemy has come in and has brought pornography to iPhones and to computers and to iPads. In the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke lust and sexuality that's wrong and not of God. We come against it tonight. We rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ.
I come against depression and discouragement in the name of Jesus right now. Oh, help me. There is a, a spirit of depression that is trying to attack the hearts and lives of God's people. Help me right now. Rebuke the enemy right now in the spirit of depression. We come against suicide. We come against discouragement. We come against defeatism. We come against insecurity and paranoia. We come against it tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Set your people free, almighty God. Set your people free tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I pray over the finances of our families. I pray the enemy cannot rob them any longer. I come against the thief and the robber. I come against the one who has found ways to put fees on them and all kinds of, 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 of burdens and finances. I come against it tonight. I pray God our people will be blessed. I pray they'll receive that promotion. I pray they'll receive that, that, that raise that they're deserving of, that the enemies tried to block at every turn. I pray that you will allow them to be set free in their finances tonight and give them wisdom to be able to navigate through that into a place of blessing and positioning of blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We honor you and we thank you tonight, Lord, for you are here in marvelous strength mighty strength in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Just wait on him. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Go on. Praise the Lord for a moment. Go ahead. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke every devil that's trying to destroy marriages. I rebuke every spirit that's trying to bring separation in family. In the name of Jesus Christ, we believe you now, God, for a rekindling of love and affection. God, for your restoration of homes. I pray, God, those things that are tense and causing stress and anxiety, I come against it tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing in this house. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, for healing in this house. The blood of Jesus Christ moving now into hearts and lungs and into organs in our bodies and God touching our minds. I curse and come against cancer tonight in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for an anointing to pray over disease. I thank you. We honor you tonight, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus.
while there's an anointing here, let's go ahead and pray for our country. Pray for our leaders and pray for America that God will bless her. That his will will be accomplished in this last day. Send her a revival to the church. We pray over the church, God, and pray over our country. We pray in the name of Jesus for your will and your work to be accomplished and done. God, we cast out spirits that are trying to overrun your will and your work. We, God, we ask you to remove every hindrance and obstacle in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise and give you glory for it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we place this election in your hands. We just give it to you tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, of you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Is there anyone in here tonight that you feel you need a deliverance? You need God to do something. And perhaps we haven't called it out or we haven't prayed for it. But you need a personal deliverance. So just lift your hand right where you are. Here. 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 Anyone else? I need a personal deliverance. Lift those hands again. I want folks now to see these hands. I want you to turn and find those people and begin to pray for them right now. Would you do that? Lift your hand again so they'll know who you are. There's a gentleman right back over there. Would you gentlemen? Sister Peggy, you need some folks to pray with her. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, would you bring deliverance tonight? Lord, we pray over our brothers, our sisters, and ask your work to be accomplished right now. A deliverance that comes from Almighty God. A deliverance that comes from heaven. Lord, we're believing you right now for a mighty move of God. For the power of the Lord to break the chains, to break the bondages, and to break the work of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And to pronounce healing and deliverance, Lord. We believe it right now, Lord, for our loved ones. We're coming against the, the sins that would try to terrorize them and hold them captive. We come against it, Father. We're asking you to do the work of your mighty Holy Spirit in this house for these needs that are met here in this altar. Let it be so to your glory and to your honor. God, we believe you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How many of you have unsaved loved ones, kids that are unsaved? They're not even here tonight. We, we're praying over families, but your kids need Jesus. Right now, let's pray for the lost loved ones in this house. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray over our prodigals. We lift them up to you. They don't know you. They don't have you as their Savior. They don't know the truth. God, they've been deceived by the world. The philosophies of the world has robbed them of faith. We pray over them right now. It is your will that they are saved. It is your will that our households are saved. And Lord, we pray over them right now. We call them saved by your spirit. We call out, God, that your love will reveal to them right now in this hour. Find them wherever they are, God, right now. Not tomorrow, not next week. Right now, wherever they are. God, arrest their spirit and reveal your love to them. We pray it in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you honor and praise for our kids, for our young people, for your, our sons and daughters, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, may they be found in the ark of safety. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
good in here, don't it? Anybody else feel good? I feel good. You can stand or you can go back to your seat. We're going to let them finish their music and then we're going to, Cameron's going to come for a few minutes and, and then we'll, who knows, we might end with a, a scripture or, or another exhortation. We don't know. We're just going to follow whatever's happening, okay? Praise team. Cameron, why don't you come ahead? I didn't know what I had a few minutes here, so I'm coming up <laughs> tonight. Aren't we thankful for the presence of God? Amen. I know they're going to try and sing the offering song. I want to share this scripture as we do the offering tonight. I believe that's what he was talking of, me coming for a few minutes. But I want to share this. It touches me. It says this. I love this translation in Galatians 6 and 9. In Galatians 6 and 9, it says, Let us not lose heart. Let us not lose heart in doing good. For in due time, we will reap if, if we do not grow weary. All giving to God, all sowing into to the Lord comes from the heart. If it doesn't come from the heart, it's become obligatory and you should just keep it, right? I want to not lose heart tonight. I don't want to lose sight of why I'm doing it. I don't want to lose sight of why I'm giving. I don't want to lose sight of why I'm living for Jesus Christ. I don't want to lose sight of why I'm a youth pastor. I don't want to lose sight of, of that person I used to be before he touched me. I don't want to lose heart today. Some of us, we came in, and I know we're refreshed now. I hope so. And God's touched us and moved upon our heart. But do not lose heart, for in due season, in due time, you will reap a harvest if we do not grow weary. That's the word of God. That's not the word of Pastor Ray, even though that's solid as I know. It's not the word of the church. It's the word of Jesus Christ. It's the word of the creator of the heavens and the earth. If we do not grow weary, we will reap. Father, we love you. We pray as we give tonight. God, you touch us and minister to our families. God, minister to our homes. Minister to each of us. God, as we give, God, show us. Show us who we're giving to. And God, show us why we give. God, touch us, encourage us tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
something that needs to be said here tonight as I said the Lord we've had good church and we've felt your presence or we've not had good church we've had good presence of God I loved what he said I'm not here to have church I'm here to worship God I like that scripture I had for tonight the message is simply this and listen to me real close because there's somebody who yet needs this message tonight let God love you. Let God love you. He wants to love you. When you leave this house tonight, I want that to be burning down inside of your spirit. God wants to love you. He knows you. He knows you're down sitting and you're uprising, the Bible says. He knows all about you. You thought that you just kind of happened along in your family and you're just out here, you know, on an island all by yourself. God loves you. God wants you to let him love you back. 
wants you to let him love you. Scripture in John chapter 17, verses 1 through 3, listen to these scriptures. These words spake Jesus, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Now, let me ask you a question. Does that mean there's just a, a certain number of people that can be saved, that God wants to be saved? No. How many has God given to Jesus? All. Everybody. Even you. God gave you to Jesus. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14 goes on, and Paul writing says this, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, everybody say me, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. When a person sets out to know God, God's not going to deny you his love. God wants you to let him love you. He went on to describe that love. Paul writing said, I want you to be rooted and grounded in love. You know, I, I've seen some plants that, that have been kind of put in a sandy kind of ground, and, and the roots, you can just pull them straight up, you know. They're rooted, but they're not grounded. God wants you and I to be rooted, but on a, in a solid grounding as well. In other words, in the right soil. <clears throat> he wants us to be put in the right kind of dirt, to where we can, the roots can take hold and be established. He wants to establish you because are, are you tired of vacillating back and forth? Are you tired of being tossed back and forth like with every wind that blows? Are, are you tired of being up one minute and down the next, on fire one minute and not on fire the next, freezing cold one minute and hot the next? Are you tired of your your spiritual walk being like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down, up and down. God wants you to let him root you and ground you in his love so that there is no turning, no shadow of turning, no doubt, no discouragement. God wants you to be so rooted in his love that there isn't a devil in hell, there isn't a person on the earth, and there isn't any kind of situation, storm, or trouble that can take you out of his care or out of your trust 
in him. We know the truth is nothing can separate you from God. Nothing. From the love of God. Nothing. It says neither height nor depth nor any other creature. Nor things present nor things to come. In other words, there is nothing. No devil. No nothing. No angel. Nothing can take you out or separate you from the love of God. But there is something else you need. You have to know it. And you have to embrace that truth for yourself. And you have to let God love you. You've been so burnt and you've been so, so deceived in some respects. And remember what I always say about deception. Deception is simply this. People are deceived and the scary thing about being deceived is you don't know it. When you're deceived, you don't know it. You think you're right. You think everything's fine. You think the way you're thinking is correct. Otherwise, if it wasn't wrong or if it wasn't dangerous to you, it wouldn't be deception. But the enemy tries to deceive you. He wants you to think wrong thoughts about yourself, about God, about others. I had someone who reminded me of this today. So we were talking on the phone. And he said, I'll never forget something that you told me once. He said, you told me, and it's when I was a youth pastor, he said, you told me that I should let my friends and my family know what I'm thinking about them. Because if I don't let them know what I'm thinking, the devil will tell them something else. That's how easy it is to be deceived. At the beginning of service, and I wouldn't embarrass him, so I won't call him out, but somebody in here, I, I turned around and I looked at him, and they looked right at me, and I went, hey, like, hey. And he goes, and immediately I was like, well, he looked right at me. He looked right at me and just dissed me, to use an 80s term. He dissed me. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I thought, well, I know him. So I turned around and walked all the way back to him. And I said, do you realize you just looked at me? And, you, and he, he didn't know what I was talking about. He, you know, he didn't have any idea. But do you see how easy it is to be deceived? I told him, I said, I could have walked out of here tonight and I'd have been upset with you all week long because I'd have thought you purposely looked away from me when I waved at you. I had another situation. Someone who's here tonight said, I'm, I'm upset with you. And I said, well, why? They said, because I saw you at Olive Garden, and you looked right at me, and you didn't speak to me. And I said, I am so sorry. I did not see you. I sure would have spoke to you. I'm a friendly guy at Olive Garden, especially if I think you might pay for my meal. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I sure didn't see her. But here she's carried that, and she thought that maybe I had. And that for some reason, I didn't want to speak to her. And that's how easy it is for the enemy to put thoughts in our heads. All of us have that ability. And we've got to be careful with that. And guess what? The enemy's trying to tell you right now. He's been telling you for months, maybe years. He's been telling you that God don't know where you are. That God's going to answer prayers for Cameron because he's a youth pastor. God's going to answer prayers for Diana Small and Joe Small because they love God and they're, they're, everything's going well in their lives. God's answering prayers for everybody else, but 
The enemy's told you he didn't know where you are. He didn't hear you. God wants you to know that's a lie. Well, he knows everything about you. The one who loves you the most, God loves you more. Wait a minute, I'm going to say that again. The one who loves you the most, think about who that is. The one who loves you the most, yeah, Peter Patter. God loves you more. He loves you more. He's there when you wake up in the morning. He's there when you lay your head on your pillow at night. He counts the hair, the numbers of hairs on your head. And I started to say something about Boki being bald, but I, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> you kept him busy for a while. <laughs> He loves you more. He gave his life for you. He gave his son for you. Father did. He loves you. He wants you to understand his love. And everybody's, everybody's journey towards God is different than everybody else's. You're not going to have an exact unique journey just like Cindy did. You're, you're going to be different. Your relationship with God is going to be different, but it's going to be no less spectacular. She's got some stories. She can tell you about how God has been with her through the years. She's got more stories than I got. I can tell you all day long about my hair arena experience, and I found out they're closing hair arena. Richard and I are going to run up there, and I'm going to grab a whole bunch of pictures and maybe a chair out of the auditorium, do something before they close the door. We've all got our stories and we've all got our unique path. I know Charles Warren's got his own story. Dottie's got her own story. Carla's got her own story. You ought to hear Brian and Amelia's story. I heard some of it the other night. Unbelievable, the journey, the path towards God that they've had. Just when you think, well, you know what? I, I don't have it as charmed and as blessed as they do. You haven't heard their story. God loves you and wants to rescue you. He wants to show you how powerful and mighty he is. He wants to reveal himself to you in a miraculous and totally beautiful way. But you've got to let him. You've got to respond to his Holy Spirit. When he is knocking at your door, of the, the door of your heart, you've got to let him Start to show you. You've got to start the journey or you're never going to get past the front porch. You'll never have a story. You'll never have this journey. You'll never have this amazing, amazing experience that you could write a book about. Somebody came up to me this morning and they said, you got so many stories, man. You ought to write a book. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. I think I will. A comedy <laughs> written by Ray Phillips. God wants to give you stories, he wants to bless you and strengthen you, and he wants you to have things. You remember when the children of Israel, when Joshua told the 12 tribes to go and put stones in the river? 
He told him, he said, go and put the stones in the Jordan River, 12 of them, stack them on top of each other there in the river. And he says, and then for generations to come, whenever your children ask you, what do those mean? You tell them about how God brought us through the Red Sea and the Jordan River. Go back and tell the stories of what God has done. Man, I'm so thankful. Every time I get a little down, a little discouraged, I'll just think back to a few of the stories. I'll think back to those times when God has brought great deliverance and proven himself to me as a mighty God. When I knew he loved me, even though the devil told me all day he didn't love me. I've got stories. And God wants to give you a story. He wants to turn it around. He wants to turn your tragedy into a testimony. Are you hearing me tonight? I think there's someone who needs to hear this. God wants to turn your tragedy into a testimony. He wants to turn your story into something that's as unique and as special and as amazing as you are. Remember, it won't look like everybody else's. God has a unique and beautiful way that he wants to work with you. But he loves you nonetheless. God loves you that's the message I could put it all together in all these pages I've got typed up but it basically comes down to God loves you and he wants you to let him love you back he wants you to let him love you don't be afraid God is real his power is real if you will let him he will show you himself you don't have to blindly accept my story God will give you your own story. You can trust him. He's going to reveal himself to you in a miraculous and wonderful way. I believe it. Can you say amen? I'm going to stop right there. I could go on. Stand with me tonight. Father, I pray over our congregation. I pray over every man, woman, boy, and girl. I pray over those, God, that have felt unloved, felt like they haven't connected, who are desperate, Lord, and in their heart, they fought some of those things we've prayed about tonight. They're going to leave here free, Lord, because we've prayed spirits out. We've prayed depression out. We've come against suicide thoughts and the enemy of destroying marriages and the enemies of, of addiction and substance abuse and we've come against lust and Lord, people are going to leave out of here free but if they don't let you love them, God, they'll just go right back into the same old patterns and the same old stuff. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit in here would seal the work that you have done. That you would seal the work in those who have shed tears in this altar. Those who have cried out to you. Those who have prayed to you tonight. Those who have dared to have faith to believe that you hear them. That you love them. I pray over them tonight that the work of the Holy Spirit would be sealed. That you would bless them. Let them sleep easy tonight. Full of peace. Let your work be accomplished in every heart and in every life. Let the power of God go before them. The angels follow them to their car. Get in there with them and give them safe travels back to their house. And when they get to their house, let them feel, God, that there's an entourage of glory that's there. Let them sense and feel the promises of your word that says the angels of God encamp round about those that love him. 
Let them sense and feel, Lord, they don't, they're not walking alone. They're not walking by themselves. You said you'd never forsake them. You'd never leave them, and you won't. You'll stay true to your promise. So, Lord, help them to open up their heart, open up their heart and mind, their faith, and to accept and to embrace your love. And I pray it tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, giving you honor and glory for it all. I thank you. I pray for a blessed week. I pray, God, for a week of deliverance. I, I pray the job will be great. I pray the family time will be great. Let them get around and play games together and be laughing and joking or watching a movie together and God just be filled with such joy. I pray for fathers with their sons that their relationships will be spiritually based and God, they'll be strengthened with might in the inner man knowing that the father is raising up a spiritual leader over the home that he'll have one day. God, let him feel and sense a responsibility and God give mothers the, the love and nurture to, to be able to train up their daughters and, and to know how to be ladies of God and uh, ordained in holy living and, and God help them to help them this week to begin a process and a journey of a discipleship that's to be unmatched that the enemy cannot penetrate I pray for this in the name of Jesus Christ and Lord we give you honor and praise for it and we thank you for it tonight for it's in the name of Jesus Christ we ask it and pray. And everybody said amen. 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 God bless you. Have a wonderful week.